Welcome to Live at the Vibe. I'm here with comedian Anthony Lacascio. How are you doing tonight? What's up? I'm pretty good. Terrific. So we just, uh, we're just wrapping up the first half of the night and uh, we've got a nice little turnout in there. Anthony's going to be going up early in the second half and uh, you've just come back from some dinner. You've had some drinks with the missus. How are you feeling? You in a good mood? Yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit tanked to be honest, but um, yeah, should be good. Should be, should be good evening. Got on the wine a bit earlier, a bit of cab sav. Was there a, uh, an, a, a, like a specific event? Why'd you guys go out? Are you just a good boyfriend? I am a good boyfriend, but uh, the, the, I suppose it was, it was a uh, congratulatory dinner on a bang-up job in the previous evening. That's right. So we, if uh, last night, Anthony and I, we did a show that Anthony spent some good amount of time putting together called The Worst of Both Worlds, and uh, we put together a really, really nice comedy show. It was um, mainly Anthony, but... He, uh, he slayed it last night, so he's still going to be glowing. Yeah, I've got to leave it a few days to process, I think. We, we do have a little video of it, so I want to actually review it before coming up with a final opinion on it. But I think people generally enjoy themselves. I was extremely happy with how my supporting cast went, yourself included, my friend. I, right. I legitimately, like I thought I was going to, I was so emotional before, like Elliot went just before me, and I was so fucking emotional, before, like Elliot did so goddamn well that I was, I, I actually told Anna, who was the MC, to kind of like stall before introducing me because I needed, no shit, because I needed to pull myself together because I was so fucking happy with how Elliot went. That means fucking more than you could know. This is not about me though, this is going to be a little stroke session for you if we, <laughs> we can talk about your aspect of the show, but uh, with the family, with your family and stuff, were they happy with the result? Oh yeah, of course, man, but I mean, that the, just, just putting it together and just ha going out there and having a crack is enough for most people, family and friends wise. You know, the only people that are gonna properly critique what's happening and what went on last night are A, the, the comedians that, that I know that I invited that were, in the, that were in the crowd last night, and of course myself. So like, I'm sitting here thinking like it was like a five out of 10 performance for myself. So I mean, I know that I'm my own toughest critic, but you know, five out of 10 is, you know, it's all right. Definitely being hard on yourself, but it is always good to, uh to want to improve consistently. Um, so the dinner was, was a part of a celebration of that. Um, have you got, are you, so you're coming up tonight, are you gonna be trying any new bits tonight? Or are you gonna be, uh, we're gonna be sort of honing some of that stuff that you've been doing before? You know, it's funny you should ask that because, um, so I've had the show, the hour that I did last night written for about, about a year, but I'd like manipulating it, uh, trialing out the material in four minute segments at these open mics and whatnot and manipulating the material as we go. So I've kind of felt a little bit, um, I've kind of felt a little bit shackled by the, by the show. So I've only really been trialing out material that's in the show for the last few months. Yeah. And I've kind of gotten a bit bored with it. Yeah. So tonight, I'm gonna do something that wasn't la there last night. Yes. Uh, so it could be absolutely fucking atrocious. Yeah. And you know what? I've had enough wine and fucking Negronis that I don't really give a shit, you know? <laughs> No, that's all part of the fun. Like we love it when people try new stuff here. We get we don't like it when you become a little bit content. Um, but no, we're very excited to hear your stuff here. So we're gonna leave. We're gonna wrap it up at this at this part of the podcast, and we're gonna go into the second half, and we'll be back with Anthony Lacascio. 
I'm landmark, but I'm going to reach a century. Why don't they say to you, yay, a quarter of a century or a fifth of a century? My maths is off. When you turn 20, <laughs> we turn 20, they don't say a fifth of a century. Or they don't say a third of a century, four months after you turn 33. People would say this shit. A couple of days after I turned 25, people would say to me, yay, happy belated birthday. And I'm like, motherfucker, my birthday wasn't belated. <laughs> my birthday was on time. <laughs> Fuck. Welcome back to Live at the Vibe with your host, Elliot Rivetti. I'm here again with Anthony Lacasio. Anthony just slayed a set upstairs. How are you feeling? Yeah, I feel good. That was pretty good. That was all right. It was a great little... You, you, you made it sound... The little room sound like a big room. Yeah, I, I don't know. It worked. I, I thought to myself before I went up, I'm like, you know what? I'm pretty pissed. This is either going to make me or break me tonight. <laughs> and I think being drunk kind of added to it because... All of my set was about like dumb shit, and I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna be so angry at the dumb shit, and it would just it work well with the, the cab sav. It worked very, very well. It's usually like I, I don't usually see you drink before a set, um, but I could I, I could absolutely see the wine in your act. It's like, and I think it, I think it matched really, really well. Like it, it was uh, this sort of slow, sort of steady pace. Do you usually drink before a set? Is that something you usually do? Never. Almost in, the first time I ever got up on stage, I had like. Um, I had like six or seven drinks and it went well but after that I'm like you know what I don't want to develop a dependence on this shit so I tried to just be sober for all of them from there on out and um, so no I generally don't but tonight um, there was a, there was a like extenuating circumstances because we went and had dinner and I thought well we'll give it a crack and I think you know what it works either way so it doesn't matter. I like it a lot. It did end up working very well. It popped really nicely. Now, you tried some new stuff in there, uh, some stuff I haven't heard at least. It was it worked really, really well. Um, when you're trying new stuff, how often are you, like, popping that up on stage in a, in a, on a weekly basis? Uh, or, or, like, are you doing it more than once, or is it, um, is it something that you kind of, like, maybe do on a weekly basis? Well, honestly, you know what? I'm, I'm, as we said before, I honestly feel free of the shackles of the, sh the one-hour show that we did last night. I'm not going to just, like, restrict myself when I do these open mics to just doing whatever's in the show. So if there's stuff that I write during the week, I'm going to fucking try it during the week. I feel I feel so free as a, as a comic now to just, you know, do, like, I write some shit during the week and then we'll go for it. I like that a lot. And uh, you were saying earlier, like, because you, you performed to, like, what was it, 300, 350 people? I think it was actually 360, to be honest. Like, Around 360 uh, people. Door, that was, like, incredible. Like, we, 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 we were so fucking blessed last night. I, I, I mean, I'm, I've got no words for it. I, I was, I'm, I'm right there with you. But I was going to say, you were pointing out earlier that it's hard to do a crowd of that sort of number and then come and do an open mic, or at least hard, it's at least it's like a little bit tricky, the idea of it. But you went up there and you sort of had this glow or this confidence that you were walking out to the same sort of number, or like at least that you'd seen yourself do it before. So there, this is what I expected myself. There was this real sort of pro uh, vibe, like vibe about you up there. Yeah, look, I, I don't know if it had anything to do with it. I don't know if it was the fucking cap sav. Um, to be honest, like, we had we had Ben Koshin go up first in the second half, and Ben's an absolute, like, he's an absolute destroyer. He slayed it, yeah. He absolutely slayed it. Um, and, you know, I fucking hate following him because he's just so damn good. And every, like, I know in the audience mind, everybody after is like, well, he wasn't as good as that first guy. So tonight I was like, you know what? Just, just, just let the gloves off. Just go for it. And, um, yeah, we... Uh, 
it could be a sum total of the cab sav last night's uh, ego pump and uh, you know having to follow Ben but yeah it was fun it was good I like it. I like it a lot. Now, I was just going to touch on this. Uh, you were saying that you find it tricky to follow Ben uh, or like you, you don't like following him or maybe it's like a little bit of a challenge. But uh, is there anyone other than him in the Sydney comedy scene that you have trouble following or that you're like, oh, man, that guy's ahead of me? Like, is there anyone that you're like, bugger, i got to follow him? Oh, man, her. you can't ask me a question like that because, like, yeah, it is seriously, every everybody that you see semi-regularly is good. Everybody's good. Um, there are... There, uh, I suppose the comparison that I would make, because I can't, I, there's too many names to this right now, but I suppose the comparison that I would make is that occasionally you go into a show where you might be put on the tail end of the show and you might be with a few people that, you know, haven't really performed that often. And if two or three of them go before you, then you do have the tendency to kind of phone it in and be like, well, you know what, if I do my regular stuff that I know is going to work, uh, then, you know, I, I, I suppose I will be seen as the audience at least will be like, well, at least this guy kind of knows what he's doing. And that's no, that's no knock on the people that are doing it for their first time, but mm. you can always tell, you can always tell who's a bit more experienced. So I, you know, while I don't want to name names, even though I, you know, I, I do heap praise upon Ben because he just, yeah. he just went up and he did a great job. Um, yeah, just honestly, anybody that's up semi irregularly, it, it's, it's, it's such a strong community that we've got going at the moment. Yeah. I, th I think I agree. I think it's, a, it's a, a sort of a good place based on what everyone sort of said. But um, so you were saying that you were going to take, uh, you were thinking about taking like just a week off just after the big show, just to sort of get everything set, like just sort of settled in your mind. Um, is that sort of still part of the plan? And if so, like, well, why is that? I'll tell you what, it actually coincided nicely with the fact that I've, I've got a few things on at night this week, like this, this, this week coming, I've got a few dinners, I've got a few Christmas things, I'm um, seeing Star Wars on Thursday, so like, <laughs> it just so happened that four out of the five nights of this week, I've already got something on so I won't be able to do comedy anyway, so I thought, you know what, don't, like, just take the week off, have a breathe, and um, yeah, we'll be right back in it, I'll, I'll probably do Vibe next Saturday night as well, and um... Yeah, I mean, I, I love, uh, honestly, I know it's been a couple of weeks, and I know that some of my closest friends in comedy are running the night, but I just, I love, I love this night. Five minutes is just such, like, it's one minute extra than the usual four minutes, but it makes all the difference. You can really just kind of breathe the five minutes and do something meaningful. The four minutes is a bit restrictive, I feel, sometimes. Yeah, agreed. So, I, I, I would, I will sign up to every single vibe comedy that I can make and I know I'll get put on because you know you know it's my boys they run the room absolutely we, we, we're excited to see Anthony's name on that list I've got a couple more for you I was going to say you're here with your girlfriend here tonight and I was curious uh, how does that affect you have how does that affect your set whether it be positive or negative do you go where do you go in your mind does it affect like does it even show up on the radar like because when I have other people there it definitely affects the way that I think not in so much negative way but um it definitely has an effect how does that have an effect for you if any um with Nat it really doesn't because she has either heard all my stuff before she's been the guinea pig for some of my stuff just having dinner or lunch or whatever and we just chat and I'll just say something and I'll be like yeah okay maybe maybe that's got something to it um and at the end of the day I can't really read too much into her praise because she's biased. She's got the rose-tinted goggles when she watches me. She's like, oh, that's amazing, no matter what it is. So I feel very comfortable having her watch me. But I will agree with you that if you get actually, like, if you get friends that don't watch you too often to come and to come and see you, the pressure's on because you don't want the friends to come and watch you and then leave the place saying, oh, you know, 
Anthony's doing comedy, but you know he's, he's yeah. not he's not very good. So, yeah. you know that's that's not what you want. So it, there is a lot of pressure when you have people you know, but Nat is a kind of different kettle of fish. Hey, Fair enough. Yeah. I was gonna say, uh, have you do you have any of those experiences where you're like, um, have you have you had any exposure uh, those experiences where you bring a friend and it just didn't go the way you wanted it to go? Oh, absolutely. I think, <laughs> you know, early in the piece when I started doing, oh, we've got some sick cunt playing loud music out of their uh, <laughs> out of their car because we're doing the uh, the podcast in the street. We so are. Of we're course. doing that on the street out the front of. Uh, we're doing out the front of Vibe Comedy tonight. That's Monkey right. Magic. Uh, come and check it out. It's on Saturday night, 7.30. So always going back to your question. Early in the piece when I started doing the open mics and I didn't really know any of the comedians and I really didn't feel comfortable uh, with nobody I knew there, I was inviting people that I knew to come and watch me, which was probably a mistake because you do have that general feeling like, I want these people to watch me, but I want them to think that, you know, oh, he's doing comedy and he's pretty good at it. You know, we should support him. Not, oh, he's doing comedy, but he's not that great. It wasn't really worth going to watch him. So that pressure was on at the start. And, I'm you know, I thank... I, I am thankful that um, I was able to meet a lot of people in the community and feel comfortable to go to the, the rooms and not have to bring people so that I wasn't lonely in the corner by myself. <laughs> I know most of the people now, so I feel comfortable going by myself and it's yeah, it's a godsend. Excellent. Um, so look, we're going to wrap this up right now, but Anthony, you slayed it on the, uh, on the second half there. We can't wait to have you. Anthony's going to be a regular and um, her girlfriend's going to be looking for you right now. So thank you for joining us and we'll catch you next week. This is Elia Rovetti with Live at the Vibe. Thank you. Bye.